Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. As a zealous Pharisee, Paul had been an enemy of the Christian church, even to the point of capturing, persecuting believers, and even having them killed. You see, this is why he said he was unworthy to be called an apostle, though he was ultimately the most influential of all the apostles. Clearly, Paul was deeply humble. He knew he had worked hard and he had accomplished much, but he also knew that that was because God had poured out his kindness and his grace upon him. True humility is not convincing yourself that you are worthless, but recognizing God's work in you. It is having God's perspective on who you are and acknowledging his grace in developing your abilities. We're in verse 9 of 1 Corinthians 15 this morning. Let's begin reading. For I am the least of the apostles, who is not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the assembly of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. His grace, which was given to me, was not futile. But I worked more than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Whether then it is I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Paul the Apostle reminds them, and really us, that in reality he should have been last on the Lord's list. Therefore, Paul was uniquely the right person to actually remind the believers in Corinth of where they had come from. To say that Paul wasn't worthy, well, that was an understatement for sure, and certainly Paul, he knew it. He had been nowhere near neutral in his B.C. days. He had actually worked for the other side. He had persecuted the believers, and again, he had many of them even killed. Yes, Paul knew that he was the living embodiment of God's grace. So when you've come as far as he had, well, it's hard to forget where you came from. Therefore, out of the depths of thankfulness, he would preach. Those who are of the greatest recipients of God's grace seem always to make the best witnesses for him. Mostly because like Paul, well, it's harder for us to forget. Paul bestowed grace, not as some sort of feel-good gift from God. It had effect. That grace given him was not futile. I wonder how many of us can say that we have been so affected. Grace? Well, grace had caused Paul to labor for the kingdom of God. This was not some get-tough attribute in him. Rather, it was rather a profound effect a very real presence of God's grace in him, in active reality in his life. It was the proof that Paul had indeed been a recipient of God's gift of grace. Verse 12 says, Now if Christ has preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say there is no resurrection from the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, neither has Christ been raised. If Christ has not been raised then our preaching is in vain, and your faith also is in vain. Now Paul begins to reason with the Corinthian believers. Like today, this church in Corinth had allowed the world to creep in its doors. And through such compromise, they had apparently begun to dispute the very foundational elements of the gospel. 
having adopted the Corinthian idea that there was no afterlife, they were no doubt in better graces with the world around them. But at what price? As Paul has so clearly stated, if there was no resurrection, then Christ himself did not rise from the dead. And if Christ did not rise from the dead, well, their faith was worthless. Unless Christ is alive, gang, we all can go home. Verse 15 goes on and says, Yes, we are also found false witness of God, because we testified about God that he raised up Christ, whom he didn't raise up, if it's true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are raised, then neither has Christ been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is in vain, and you are still in your sins. Then they also who are fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If we have only hope in Christ in this life, we are of all men most pitiable. You see, the whole issue is akin to tugging upon a thread, causing the whole to unravel. If there's no resurrection from the dead, then as preachers, we're liars. Everything we stand for would therefore be a farce and our world is a sham. J.W. McGarvey once said, there can be no middle ground in judging the words of that group of people who bore witness to Christ's resurrection, and then they went up and down the ancient empire, sealing the testimony with their life's blood. It was either truth, McGarvey said, or it was a bold, calculated lie which perpetuated upon mankind the greatest hoax of all time. Christ came to triumph over death. If he did not, he's a liar and a fake. The doctrine of the resurrection of the dead is absolutely critical to the whole of Christendom. If there's no resurrection, we are still lost in the guilt and the power of our sin, and we are therefore still eternally damned. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit Believerstogether.com.